1: So if you're wondering why I haven't played any sound from the debate yet, it's because uh, a few weeks ago, Fox News sent out this uh, detailed email, uh, basically a threatening email, that if you played more than alan do you remember how many minutes of audio it was it was like four minutes of audio that you couldn't play any more than four minutes in total i
0: don't remember and you
1: couldn't play like more than i don't know 90 seconds at one time and you had to credit fox for everything and if you didn't they were going to sue the pants off of you i don't need that headache and also uh it's stupid like for them to limit people who would be promoting their event (laughs) i I don't understand what they're doing over there yeah
0: but they're the same people had democracy as a banner in the background
1: yes they did democracy not not republic so anyway um i'm not playing you sound from the debate last night because i don't need a legal jackpot i will play you sound from donald trump's interview with tucker carlson and look you guys know i've said before uh i want to win the presidency because I, I've, I, it's more than I want to. we got to win the presidency. Joe Biden as president, whether he's the president or whether he's a puppet president, and I think it's the latter, is incredibly damaging for our country. He has undone almost every single Donald Trump policy that worked. Domestic energy, southern border, um, however you want to characterize it. Our foreign policy under Trump was I would characterize it as peace through strength. Some people would characterize it as uh, peace through uh, crazy, because you never really know what Trump is going to do. You never really know what he's going to say. But Trump did a a 48-minute interview last night with Tucker Carlson. Now, first of all, I don't believe the numbers on the Tucker Carlson-Trump interview. I don't believe 125 million people watched that interview. 48 minutes of the interview. I don't believe that. No way. No way a third of the country watched that interview. People tuned in. They flipped over. You watch it for three seconds. They count you as a view. So that's fine. They sampled it. 125 million people sampled it. I don't even know if I, you know, I've clicked on a couple different clips. Does that mean they count me three times, four times? I have no idea. Here's what I do know. I hold to my opinion that Donald Trump is the least likely Republican nominee to defeat Joe Biden or any Democrat for the presidency. Not because of anything other than Trump derangement syndrome and all its different tentacles, which has resulted in his indictment. Trump derangement syndrome has led to his multiple indictments. He'll surrender today in Atlanta. Trump derangement syndrome explains the suburban housewives who won't vote for him because whatever, you know, he's orange man bad, he's mean. Uh, Trump derangement syndrome explains the minorities who won't vote for him because he's racist, because they've been told he's racist, and they can't cite a single reason he's racist, but he's racist. Trump derangement syndrome. That is why he's least likely to win. (laughs) But I will admit that his presence on camera and his way of phrasing things is captivating in a way that no other candidate can match. It just is. It's captivating in a way that no other candidate can match. Here's two minutes of Donald Trump last night talking about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I defy you, if you're not a stinky Democrat, to listen to this and not laugh in a way that if any other candidate could phrase it like this and make you chuckle inside, if not outside. If you're ashamed to do it outside, you're definitely doing it inside when he talks about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing? He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate?
2: Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems
1: pretty senile, too.
2: She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. You know, It's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. In rhyme? Well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's (laughs) what buses do. It's weird. The whole (laughs) thing is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary and other people will get involved.
1: Newsom, right? Could
2: Could be. I mean, you know, I always got along well with him, believe it or not. But could be him, could be somebody else. He's got a big a big load on his shoulders because you look at California, what's happened. But I don't know if the American people really, the people that vote for him, I don't even know if they care. You know, you look at so many of the things that are going on and people don't seem to be, in the old days, if you had a bad record, it meant a lot. Today, if you have a bad record, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, he looks good. He's a nice looking guy, speaks well. But Biden, every time you watch him talking, it's like he's walking on eggs. You're waiting for him to collapse and he almost always does. And I got to know the leaders of all of the countries, essentially, but the big ones. And the bigger, the tougher the leader.
1: Is he wrong? Like when he talks about Kamala Harris, she speaks in rhyme. She speaks in rhyme. It's weird. The bus goes here. The bus. Goes... I mean, the guy is just a riot to listen to. But when I laugh. When other people laugh, there are people who hear that and they just wig out with hatred for the man. They just hate him.
0: Yeah, you're right. They they can't get past the orange man bad. No, they can't
1: get past the orange man bad.
0: they got their mind
1: made up. She's weird. She talks in It's not rhymes.
0: It's like Cat in the Hat. Dr. (laughs) Seuss,
1: right? She talks like she's listening to a little kid in elementary school. Yeah. Exactly. She's giving a book report for a book she has not read. What is up with that? Yeah, she is. So, uh, but back to the debate. I see no reason for Mike Pence to be allowed on the stage again. Who had on their bingo card last night that Mike Pence would be the least likable guy on the debate stage? I thought he was the least likable guy on the debate stage. Vivek Ramaswamy. Here's why I say my Vivek meter declined as the show went on. My... His likability crested early. I'm like, he looks most comfortable up there. He does. He talks. And he's the only one up there talking like a normal person. Actually, Bergam talks like a normal person. DeSantis, everything you've heard about Desantis's woodenness, his stiffness, his discomfort on camera and in public, I don't want to say it's true. I can't deny it's true. He was rushed. He was hurrying. He was not talking like he normally talks. He was not I've seen him in front of 20 press conferences where people have tried to trip him up, and he's fantastic. He just comes right back at you like a pit bull. But he's confident and he's measured and he's not that on the debate stage. He's rushing and he's oiling and he has I said last night at the debate, and a lot of people laugh because it's true. We all have that person we know who no matter how many times you press the shutter on the camera, they cannot take a good picture. Ron DeSantis is that guy. Ron DeSantis with the camera on him, every smile is forced. His wife, the camera loves. But Ron DeSantis, he just can't get comfortable on camera. Now here's the thing with Vivek, okay? Vivek's too polished. Vivek says a lot of crazy stuff. And I'm being kind calling it stuff. How many federal marshals were on the planes that flew into the Twin Towers? Like the Twin Towers is an inside job? Vivek Ramaswamy has tried to lie his way out of stupid crap, he said, about 9-11. And he's being the kind of politician he says he's running against. Not not pre-programmed? The video of Vivek playing tennis? Let me tell you something. He's not playing tennis. He's hitting tennis balls. He's not playing tennis. Nobody hits a tennis ball back to your forehand six, eight, nine, ten times in a row for you to blast forehands at them, like Vivek Ramaswamy is in that video. Half those shots are not landing in the allowed parameters of a tennis court. He's blasting those things back to concoct a message. I'm young, I'm fit, I'm hip, I play tennis. It's the opposite of him being natural and organic, which is how he builds himself. This is why I need to build an audience for this show on Rumble, because when we have A question like you got on the phone from the listener who does not like my Trump impression, we could throw it open to the people on the chat like Dan Bongino does to say yes or no Trump impression or no Trump impression. People, the person who called is not a fan of my Trump impression, says it's getting tedious. You should have asked if he's getting tired of your Sherrod Brown impression. I wish my Trump impression was as good as your Sherrod Brown impression, Alan.
0: Wait a minute. It's my fake Sherrod Sherrod Brown (laughs) impression. Fake Sherrod Brown. I got to qualify it.
1: By the way, Sherrod was a topic of conversation last night at the debate when Bernie Moreno and Frank LaRose were both up. They both uh, were kind enough to come to the debate last night, and both are seeking the opportunity to run against Sherrod Brown, uh, who is uh, apparently on the career plan as the senator from the state of Ohio. How many terms for Sherrod in the Senate?
0: Did we do the math on that last night? I don't
1: think we did the math. I know that Sherrod was a 21-year-old, wet-behind-the-ears kid running for the Ohio House when I first met him in the 1980s when I was beginning my newspaper career. But uh, he's been in government ever since, and he was on Twitter the other night begging for money because he's 70, and he has two years yet to serve in the Senate, and he wants to run again and serve until he's 78 no, no on that. It's a big, big no, big no big on no. that. Uh, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy got into it last night on foreign policy. Uh, I know many of you are enamored of Vivek Ramaswamy. I said last night in the House, and this is one thing I really appreciate about the audience is that I thought last night I would get all kinds of hatred from people who say I'm too hard on Trump. I guess I'm hard on Trump comparatively. Because I I just feel like we have to win the presidency. We can't have a president who advocates for abortion up until the moment of birth or even past birth, which, by the way, the worst moments of the debate last night to me were the. The moments uh, given to abortion, an abortion debate, why are Republicans debating abortion? Like this was one of the things Hugh said today about questions that should have been asked during the debate. Nobody asked about Afghanistan. No, nobody asked about Afghanistan because Afghanistan is in our rearview mirror and everybody on the stage, is anybody going to advocate for Joe Biden doing a good job with the Afghanistan withdrawal? I hope not. Okay, so don't ask a question that everybody has the same opinion on. And abortion is a question that Republicans needlessly divide themselves on. Why are we talking about six weeks, 15 weeks, 18 weeks, 24 weeks? Pence started last night talking about, you know, Jesus Christ is my Savior. Fantastic. And when I became a Christian, I read in the Bible that before I knew you, I knit you together in your mother's womb. Great. So, okay, so where's Mike Pence going on that, right? Like, abortion is wrong from the moment of conception, because if God knew you from the moment he knitted you together in your mother's womb, then the only place to go from there is all abortions should be banned. No. Mike Pence somehow meandered and maneuvered and manipulated his way from before I before you were born and <laughs> knew you in your mother's womb to a 15 week abortion ban. 15 weeks, because that's when people can feel pain. I read my Bible pretty regularly. I've never said it, I've never seen anything in it about right about the time you could feel pain is when I got to know you in your womb. No. Uh, This stupid discussion on abortion. Stupid. And that was where I thought Nikki Haley made the most hay last night was in saying you're never going to get 60 senators to agree on abortion. So why, after spending 50 years to get it sent back to the states, are we trying or even debating the appropriate time for a national abortion ban? Dumb, stupid, ridiculous, waste of time. Gift to Democrats, gift to Democrats, because every second we're talking about six weeks, 15 weeks, 18 weeks, 24 weeks, incest, abort, incest, death of the mother, all that. Anytime we're talking about that minutiae nonsense when it comes to abortion is a time we're not talking about the fact that the Democrats position is so radical, so evil, so morbid, so macabre that they are openly lie about it every single second last night during the debate when the Republicans were talking about abortion Jen Psaki man I thought she had gone away forever I thought I could just turn tune her completely out of my life now that she's on MSNBC she tweeted this would have been okay so it's about noon now so about 10 p.m. last night Jen Psaki tweeted no one supports abortion up until birth. The Women's birth. Health Protection Act. No one supports abortion up until birth. Here's Jen Psaki when she was White House press secretary.
0: Uh, he's announced his strong support for passage of the Women's Health Protection Act, urges Congress to pass it.
1: Which would have legalized abortion in America up until the moment of birth. She's talking about Joe Biden supporting the Women's Health Protection Act, which would have ceded. Control determining whether abortion happens or not to the woman at any point in pregnancy, and she has the temerity to lie to America last night on Twitter. No one supports abortion up until birth. Gavin Newsom does. Tim Ryan does. I heard him on Brett Bear talking about it when when he was running against whoever the Republicans were going to put up. It was before we had winnowed down the primary to J.D. Vance. Brett Bear asked Tim Ryan, I could find the cut in here. Maybe I'll try work on that during the top of the hour news. Do you support any restrictions on abortion? Well, I think it should be left up to the mother. I don't hear you say any restrictions. Well, I think it should be left up to the mother. Every single Democrat supports abortion up until the moment of conception. And we're arguing about whether it's more righteous to be six weeks, 12 weeks, 15 weeks. We're give- Why don't we just hand them the AK-47 to blow us out of the water on abortion and paint us As the extremist, ridiculous, stupid questions. Every candidate on that stage should have said, I refuse to debate on abortion because our Supreme Court keyword supreme has ruled on abortion. And it is the purview of the states. I'm running for president of the United States. And according to our federalist system, our republic, states get to decide a lot of issues. And I am not going to stand in the way of a Supreme Court that ceded control of abortion back to the states. I'm from pick one, Florida, South Carolina, Ohio, wherever I'm from, my state is going to make the decision on abortion. And we're not going to decide like California. We're not going to decide like New York. We're not going to decide like New Jersey. And if you want to live in a state that drinks the blood of children to celebrate killing them, then live there. What is so complicated about this issue for Republicans? Stop talking about it and doing an own goal on it. It's ridiculous. We won and we won't take the W. We just got to keep finding a way to lose on an issue that took us 50 years to win. It makes no sense to me. Other than the only sensible thing I can make of it is we're stupid. We are stupid beyond belief. When it comes to this issue, we have a winning issue. We finally won. We finally got the justices on the court. We finally got control of it. And we can't wait to kick it back to a federal decision on something that we fought a half a century to turn over to the states. I'm I'm just aghast at how stupid we are on that. All right, we'll talk with Matt Mayer, Opportunity Ohio.